got me to be hard on yourself and just telling you, man, to do ish. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, it's almost like your mind. Your mind is like, yeah, your, wow. Your mind is your mind, but like, you're the puppeteer. You're the puppet. Oh, rah. You're the puppeteer of your mind. Do you know what I mean? Oh, is that mine? Oh, I was about to say. My guy Robert just stepped out. A little, um, what do you call that? A hospitality break? No? I don't even think that's a thing. A little intermission. I don't know why I'm being extra. Hospitality break, you know. Yeah, a little intermission, you know what I'm saying? He's got his, he's got his own vegetable patty this time. I thought that was mine. Like, that one looks extra crispy as well. I want to be a good friend and just not even do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, just a little toilet break. Um, but yeah, we're here. We're about to get into... Shit, don't kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? He just came back. Um, that's actually that's actually good timing. I was actually just saying that you just left like for a little intermission. Go ahead. Just a little bit. My guy's got his vegetable patty. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Come on. I was saying it's looking like extra crispy. Like, I, I'm, 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 I was going to be a good friend. Well, I haven't been a good friend just leaving it. Do you know what, uh, what I mean? I was thinking... I mean, compared to the one that, that you had, it's really quite... It's on the toasty side. It's on the brown side of golden brown, you know? Listen, patties are meant to be crispy, man. Crispy. That's crispy with a capital C-H. <laughs> <Dead. laughs> <laughs> this is a capital C-H. Oh, <coughs> um, but yeah, we're talking about um, uh, meditation, innit? We're, we're going to yeah, finish up yeah, on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just mental health. Um, and me- mental health. Yeah, yeah anxiety. Like staying. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. Um, no, I, I don't think there's anything else I want to add to that. Um, still, no, nah, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's just important, like you said, to be kind to yourself, innit? And just remember to be kind to yourself, as well as you're growing. You're growing. And your pace is your own pace. Your pace is your own pace. Just, just do your thing, like, turn the vision, get, get your blinders on, you know what I mean? And just and just do your thing, like, the universe has different plans for, every, for, like, for everyone. Say that twice. The universe has different plans for everyone. Like, your plan is not the same as someone else's plan, vice versa. Do you know what I mean? So, do you know? I heard someone told me a, a crazy quote last week. I'm so glad to be able to use it and share it, hopefully, with some people. Don't come. Oh, well. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't compare what? Don't compete where you can't compare. Don't compete where you can't compare. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Don't compete where you can't compare. You are your own, man. Do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, this, 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 this can kind of. This can kind of tie into, you know, when you're talking about meditation and like being being aware of yourself and like staying in like the present moment. You know, meditation in itself, I even know if this is a good segue, but it's like in its own sense of resistance. Oh, look at that. See, I see this, that see this. Do you know what I mean? It's in, right. in its own sense of resistance. You're you're resisting against the structures that will cause you Whatever structure that is that will cause your mental health to suffer. The machine. The machine. You're, you're raging against, against the, machine the machine and you're resisting against the machine. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Oh, bro, I was going to actually ask you about that, to be fair. I actually feel like I want to open up on that one because I feel like, um, you know, especially your your credentials in history and all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We got, we got to stay it like it is. Do you know what I mean? 
My guy got the the, his, the historian credentials. Do you know what I'm saying? Documents and copyrights coming soon. Do you know what I mean? Couple, 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 couple. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I want you to, want you to touch on the uh, uh, resistances and like you know your your different examples that that you had. I remember you were talking to me um, one of the days about uh, like carnival. Yes. For example. Oh. Cool. You like use the resistance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, uh, cool, cool. You've asked me that. Let me, let me, let me. So basically, Carnival sadly is going to be cancelled this year. But um, one of the things that I love about Carnival, and I, I'm always happy to tell, you know, to share my kind of my knowledge and research with, is that it it has come into being as an act of resistance. Um, and I want to explain that by just like introducing you to this quote, bro, which is fucking. It's let your life. Say again. Let hold on. That's that's not what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> let your life be a counterfiction against the machine. Let your no sorry. Let your life be a counterfiction to stop the machine. To stop the machine. Yeah. By Henry David Thoreau, 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 right? Who's that? Some dude called Henry David Thoreau, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The nineteenth century. I think he was a philosopher. I can't fully remember, but I remember being exposed to that quote. Okay. And it, okay. Embodied, it, it meant a lot to me because it's it's um, obviously um, you know this has been a very interesting summer that we've experienced. Started off, you know, we're, we're dampened by COVID and obviously um, enlightened, if you like, by by the by the Black Lives Matter. Um, resurgence and, 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 and protests following yeah yeah but but one of the things that <clears throat> that we have to like think about post post um post you know like post protest as it were is how do you maintain like a permanent state of resistance against the machine or as henry as henry ross is gonna call it face called it henry david thoreau called it yeah um a counter friction um and, and one of the ways that that we've seen that we've seen that taking place among black people is through carnival yeah. Um, which is why like, I, I always find it to be such a cool thing because it was actually started, so not in Hill Carnival, for example, it was started um, initially in 1959 in response to um, uh, race riots that were taking place in London in mm. 1958, like the, the previous summer. Yeah. Um, basically, um, you, you know about like, Windrush and stuff like that, right? Vaguely, vaguely. So yeah. like... Um, I, mean, I, 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 know, I know we came here. Yeah, yeah, so... It's, yeah, I mean, basically... Came to it. basically rebuilding helping my Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. So after the Second World War, you know, uh, London, the UK was, was ruined by, like, you know, the, the, the demands of war on the country, like, in terms of its resources and people, but also um, by the Blitz and, and the bombing of the cities and stuff like that. The, the basic infrastructure of the country was non-existent. Yeah. Um, and, and in an effort to rebuild it, they, they invited with opened, fluffy, smiling arms... Um, people from across the the Commonwealth, particularly the Caribbean and and, and, and South Asia, to, to to take part in the in the rebuilding of the country. Like they, the NHS directly recruited from the offices in, in Barbados and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Sent people on on the Windrush, and they would do really cool things, or really enticing things, I should say. Like they would pay, so you'd have your um your transport covered. You'd have your they'd pay for your trans your travel. Oh, okay, okay. And then yeah. you could just like repay them in your um in your salary. Yeah. So you could be recruited as a bus driver, I don't know, in Bristol for example. Yeah. Get literally go from, from Barbados to Bristol, travel uh, expenses free. 
and then you just have to pay that back like after the first month of working there. So it's very, very enticing. Okay, Loads of people. okay, okay. Yeah, Man, yeah, I, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember. Man, okay. Yeah, it was, it was, as I say, it was very, very enticing. That you, you know, if, if you had the opportunity to make the journey, especially then as well, remember, those people were British citizens too because Jamaica was a colony. Yeah. <coughs> so in yeah, a sense, it was yeah. like moving from Canada to, not Canada, sorry, moving from <laughs> Florida to like, you know, to, to Philadelphia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, 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 or Washington, D.C. Pardon me while I just die with that. Smoke off over here. Um, <laughs> you do get your pump, bro. Oh, it's upstairs. Fuck that. But but one of the <laughs> podcasts is more important. Damn it. <laughs> it's um, um, but like, so, so basically, like, when the people moved over here, um, and it, this often happens with, like, immigrant communities, uh, there was the tension. So, so it was quite, it was quite a strange one. Well, not really strange, really. It's, it's just strange to think of it now when you think of the dynamic of London. Thinking seriously yeah, what yeah. you're talking about in terms of like how cities are formed and how they changed as well. Yes. Like yes. When, when people came here in the, in, the, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s to an extent, um, they were moving to parts of London now that, are, that, are, that you know, migrant communities can't easily move to. Yeah. Uh, Notting Hill, for example, used yeah, to be yeah. like, it was, it, was, it was a slum area like yeah. in the 50s and 60s. And um, uh, what was basically happening is that the black the, the, the black people moving here and they found that, that places like Notting Hill were the only places where they could live because um, elsewhere they'd see signs that say like, you know, no Irish, no blacks, no dogs, you know. Mm. Um, so basically like de facto segregation. Um, they were forced into the houses there, but there was the, this tension <laughs> that you always kind of, not always, but often see between migrant communities and the settled one, where there's, in my opinion, like a misunderstanding mm, of of, yeah. the, of the purpose of their arrival and and of, of their just general culture instead. You know, misunderstanding, ignorance, racism, yeah, basically yeah, what it boils down to. Yeah, so, 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 so it's, it's almost like all these different kinds of groups of people came here, and it's like now they've settled, and we didn't. The people that have, that have already that already live here mm. don't even know what's going on. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now they've. It's almost looked like. <clears throat> it's almost looked like, as 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 what they've all as, as the same kind of sentiment they've always, even pushed out to this day. As, like, has it been like an invasion? And like an invasion yeah, of yeah, their yeah, yeah. of their country. Like, go yeah. back to your country then, or or they're taking all our jobs, or you know, what I'm saying it's and, it's and, like that same kind of rhetoric. And and mean? when you, I love how you bring it up because when when obviously when you think of it by emotional terms or on its face value to some people that is a convincing argument you know like these people are coming here taking jobs doing blah 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 yeah. but when you scratch beneath the surface you realise it's really not that like it's, it's not that at all but but obviously that that isn't that especially at the time as well wasn't something that was accessible to that understanding yeah, yeah, was that something understanding, that those yeah, people were yeah. blinded from willingly or not it was it was what they were blinded from so there were race riots like where, where Back in the day, in the 1950s in London, you used to have, there, there were these people called Teddy Boys. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I remember learning about them in um, little bit of history in like, like British like 60s and around. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. the gangsters who run like the bars and stuff like that. But they also like went around like, you know, like beating like black people up in the street. Um, and there was a there was a race riot in Notting Hill because this, this mixed race couple, they had an argument. I can't remember their, their names, but they had an argument one night outside a bar and it basically like spilled out into the street, onto the street, and these teddy boys got involved, and then you know suddenly it's it became like a quasi race war, and then it became like a natural race war. Okay. And it was just like it's about a week long, uh, of uh, you know attacks on black people in the Notting Hill area for like a week, and then like 
counter attacks because obviously no one's gonna. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No one's yeah. gonna gonna gonna. I, I, it was weird though. It was not weird. It's mad. Like I remember when I did when I was doing this research for uni, I remember like reading the police reports. Basically, people just saying they've opened their doors to machete attacks. Like, oh shit! Yeah, 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 it was a mad thing. It was a mad thing, bro. Like they literally, as I say, people having like their houses graffitied with KBWs meaning like keep Britain white and stuff like that. So mad. so Notting Hill Carnival was born out of that. The, this lady okay. called Claudia Jones. Um, big up who, Claudia Jones. Big man. up Claudia Jones. What she the hell? From she was from Trinidad originally. I think she was born in nineteen thirty six. Big up, big up the one from Trini. <laughs> I think that I think that accent was terrible. Do not kill me. Do not kill me, please. What's your, what's your best Trinidadian accent? I right? think that was it. I'm not even gonna do it again. I just come from Trinidad. Yeah, that sounds better than what I did. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it out. Let's just leave it out. Continue. I don't know yeah, if Claudia Jones. My, my Trini accent and my Deja accent. But yeah, anyway, Claudia Jones. So anyway. she she was born in nineteen thirty six. She was from Trinidadian and um, via New York and, and and some other cities. She she came, she ended up in London. She was a writer as well. She she was um, one of the founders of of Britain's first black newspaper, which okay. was called. The West Indian Gazette, if my memory serves me correct, Jeez. that was set up. I can't actually remember the year it was set up, but she she was it was even West yeah West Indian Gazette. She was like one of the founding like um people behind it, and she's now living in 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 the area. She sees what's happening in 1958, and her response is kind of like you know, firstly we're not obviously going to let these men attack us like this. Yeah. We need to have some kind of response, but I I, I suppose this is me thinking about it. Of, um, you know, from my per- perspective, maybe she thought that, you know, when you respond to these kind of things in another man's land, you have to be smart about it. Yeah. Hence, yeah. you know, the idea of celebrating West Indian culture. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so in January 1959, she founded the first Caribbean, Caribbean carnival in St. Pancras Town Hall, um, which is just on the Euston Road for, for all the drivers out there that are trying to avoid that congestion charge. You know, the congestion charge is £15 now. Yeah, I heard it went up. Bro, it's a mad thing. I heard it went up. Listen, I, I even I'm I'm still I'm still in the process of um getting my getting my whip and boy like the amount of expenses I'm hearing that cars coming man. Listen, you might as well if, forget it, bro. bro. I might as well forget, man. Get I'm, a scooter. whip around these scooters, man. I might as well get a scooter, man. But then on the other side, on the flip side though, it's um or a bicycle. Well, yeah. I mean? So so what I've been doing just to reel it all the way back we're gonna come back to Claudia Jones but just to reel it back to like to meditation mental health and stuff yeah I'm, I've only done it once so I don't wanna like pretend that I'm like out here psyching no no you, you still had that experience I did have that one experience hopefully I replicate it again I've done it once or twice during lockdown but what, what I did yesterday I had to go into Central for, for to do a couple of things so I decided to drive to Brixton park up in Brixton and then take out a higher the, the cycle bike yeah yeah that some people name after a dickhead who used to be mayor of London, but I will not give him that credit. Um, and then cycled into London, docked it, did what I had to do, mm. chilled with my friend, drank a couple of beers, because that's what beer holiday is all about, don't know, but, but, but. and then went back home. Yeah. And it made me feel really, really good about myself. But so, so, so what, what I'm saying is, to bring it back, even though the congestion charge is annoying, I get that it's been put in place to encourage us as drivers to change our behavior yeah and be more environmentally conscious yeah yeah so i'm trying to respond to that but it's, it's like changing the, the habits of a lifetime you know do you know what as well alongside that i feel like you see with you see with the government and the way that they change policies and stuff yeah and i, f- I feel like bro like you're trying to do all these trying to do all these things you should make better use of the media that 
that you have there. Do you know what I mean? You got all these, um, like you know, if if you're if you're if you're really trying to get people to, um, you know, curve like driving into the city or or even like change their their. If you're really trying to like change the way you're thinking, yeah, you probably put it. You put you you'd advertise it more. Do you know what I mean? You'd advertise you'd you'd subsidize more for these kind of things. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's almost like. It's, it's, it's almost like seeing someone do, do something and telling them they're doing it wrong but not giving them the solution to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what exactly to do? You raise a really good point because one of the criticisms of this new congestion charge thing is, is basically the reason why it's put in place is because um, TfL ran out of money around like April time because yeah. obviously nobody was, was riding on, on, on public transport. But TfL wasn't the only like transport authority in the UK. Pretty much every transport authority in the UK ran out of money for obvious reasons. They yeah. had no revenue. However, TfL was the only one that had um, conditions imposed on their on their loan by the government. Basically, the government said we'll give you the money to survive, providing you do this, this, and this. Okay. And one of those things was you know they've rem- they're removing. Um, Oh, I don't know if I remember the details of it. They're removing un- free travel for under 18s. Oh, yeah, I heard buses. about that as well. Isn't yeah. that crazy? That's mad. Just like that. It's mad. That was something that I thought was protected that would never be lost. Yeah, just like that. that. And then obviously the congestion charge thing as well. So what you're saying in terms of like, the, the I guess in terms of the government having the best intentions to change our behaviour or doing it in the most supportive way the answer is like definitely like they don't really care about that and this is just like yeah you know, like bro like you, you're just it's like you, you're just changing policies when when it's like what are you what is your real aim here do you know what I mean just to, just like, to cement their power Fuck it, it's seven, just it's like them. what is your real aim I, I don't even want to get too deep yeah, in this because we're talking about Claudia Jones in it yeah fuck them let's um, talk about let's talk yeah, let's about go back to Claudia Jones but yes yeah, Claudia so, Jones yeah. and, and um so, so she sets up the, 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 carnival, the carnival outside yeah. St. Pancras Town Hall in January 1959. It was very, very good. It was um, broadcast on um, BBC. If you're into like video um, archive footage and that as well, I recommend you Google or YouTube British Path, BBC British Path. There was some footage of it on there in the news. It was really, really good and it was recorded and everything. It was, it was awesome. And by 1966, that had merged with a community. Because what used to happen is, yeah, um, if you know like, that kind of area well you know that like Euston Road um, is only a short hop and skip away from like Edgware Road in that area right yeah. so what used to happen is they'd have this the the, 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 um, the, the, the the Caribbean carnival celebration in the town hall yeah. and then some of the drummers would like split off and basically the car- continue playing the drums and whatnot and the still bands and everything uh, yeah. he- he- hence the march hence the march for carnival yeah, okay. so, but, yeah exactly so, so they, they would Continue until they got to Edgware Road in that area, and the Notting Hill area, and then like merge with a community um, celebration that had that had been born around the same time. So that by nineteen sixty six, it was um, an established like carnival. Yeah. And then I guess they they did the re- it wasn't from Saint Pancras Inn, but it was you know like around that kind of so I guess like the walking was was definitely like a central like important part of it. Um. Yeah, man. Look at that, man. Carnival. And then, and then, what's cool? What's cool is that even even if you peel it back even further than that, the roots of carnival itself is 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 is, is rooted in resistance. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the fucking Mardi Gras. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, man, with the, with the costumes and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so Mardi Gras is a translation 
for plenty. Oh fuck, what is it? Fat Tuesday. That's it. Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday, because on on Shrove Tuesday, back in slavery times. I hate when people say that. Back in slavery back, days. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> when 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 we were enslaved, um, I don't even like saying that either. Fucking hell, what do you say? I mean, bro, it is what it is, though. It is what it is, isn't it? Well, back right, in back in slavery times, um. Back, they, when, back they, when we were wrongfully taken and, and, and you know what I'm saying, back in them days. You know, you know exactly what you're talking about, so back in slavery times, man. Um, they, so, so, so on, on Show Tuesday, the plantation owners in like the American South and in the British Caribbean as well, but particularly um, the French, the French parts, yeah. they would have, um, uh, they, so they would cook all of their food and everything like to celebrate, you know, the, the coming like let the coming fast and whatnot they would cook all of that and then they would dress up as well yeah in yeah. their fancy costumes yeah and somehow the um the slave the, the the enslaved people at the time eventually started to develop their own style of of of, of this mardi gras yes yes right? where they would um they would mock their slave owners and dress up in similar attire or as close as they could get to it that is mad and they would they would, <laughs> they would mask up they would so they would be dancing that on mass it was like that a, is mad they call it a masquerade right yeah so yeah, it yeah. became an annual celebration so all of like the carnivals that take place in like barbados trinidad you know all of those places across the americas which is mostly around the time of harvest because have you noticed it's different what do they call it Croclover, right in Barbados, I believe. I, I'm not sure, actually. I'm, pretty certain I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't comment on that one. I have no idea. Let me, let me just check if I see that I'm chatting shit. But basically, like a lot of them, you'll notice they 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 happen at a different time to to the carnival in in the UK because that happens in yeah. August, right? Yeah. Um, because it's about um. Wait, wait did you say they happen at all at the same time? They happen at a different time. Oh, different times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I could be chatting shit. Hold on a minute. What you got? What you got? You're just fat chicken. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm chatting shit. <laughs> uh, right, scratch that. Scratch that. But um, Krokova is is around is is in the summertime. But a lot of a lot of um, a lot of carnival celebrations, like a lot of them, are around the time of Lent. Because okay, it, okay. it, it was in response to. Um, the Mardi Gras celebrations that were taking place, and and you know our our ancestors, as I said, were creating it in response to that. So I, I do find it kind of cool that Notting Hill was 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 constructed as an act of resistance against like against racism or you know anti. Yeah, no, that's sick. Because when you bro, like anyone who goes to carnival knows, and, and, and this is obviously what um what it's it's obvious. Do you know what I mean? Or, or maybe it might not be obvious to everyone. But it's um it's what I was gonna say earlier. Like anyone who's gone who's gone to carnival, you see the, the amount of different types of people and the different the different colours and, and all all different types of personalities when you go there, do you know what I mean? So you know, and, and sometimes they I, I feel like sometimes the the you know, I've heard a perception of carnival where it's like, you know, negativity happens there or or it, it's sometimes yeah, it got branded as this thing where like if you go carnival, you know, you gotta make sure you're Especially for like a like a like a 
like a black boy growing up, like if you're mm. gonna go to carnival, like you know, there's there's beef that's there, or make you, sure you don't get shot. Make sure you don't get shot. Make sure you don't get stabbed or actually, whatever. It's safer than a lot of festivals. Bro, carnival is love. Like well, the first time, the first time I went to carnival, I had a really good time. Do you remember, bro? Of course. You took me to carnival the first time, bro. Like the my, my first carnival here, because I was skeptical. You know, like obviously coming from coming from Jamaica, like people be like, oh yeah, Jamaica's rough here, yeah, but it is rough. Well, I feel like when I when I came here, it was it was it was it was a different kind of rough. It was almost like like it would it would it would just be on site for no reason some of the times. Do you know what I mean? Like in Jamaica, more times someone has a they actually have a problem with you or they want to rob you. They just they don't just want to rush you for fun. Do you know what I'm saying? So and the perception was always that Notting Hill Carnival would be like the, the would be like, like that, that the home for that the link up and you just look at look at a guy wrong and you just get rushed for no reason. So yeah, you know, I had a certain a certain um, perception, but when I actually went there, bruh, it was so much love. Oh. It was so much love, man. It's I always loved. like black people organizing in big numbers is always scary to some people, you know. Yeah, do you know, bro. I don't know if you saw there was a there was a protest in Brixton over the weekend. Did you see it? Oh yeah, I did see it. I did see. It. I, did, I didn't hear about that actually. So it was obviously, a, it I was wasn't it. here. But yeah. um, you know, you know, coming up soon is, is Independence Day for Jamaica on the sixth, right? Yes, yes, on the sixth. So they, I think is it every the first sun, Sunday of August is Emancipation Day, right? And yeah, you know, historically, yeah. the elders of the Rastafarian community have done the walk from Brixton to to to, to Westminster. Okay. Um. You know, they kind of like do it in in in, in protest to, to demand for reparations like for you know like all of the shit yeah yeah can i just just one just stick just to stick one pin yeah no, go on um when we talk about reparations reparations can come in many forms but when 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 we talk about the desire for it and the need for it we're very much in a situation where we're 400 years behind the game as everybody else. I just I, When slavery ended in the British Caribbean in 1833, um, we entered this thing called the apprenticeship system, right? So slavery ends because uh, uh, many historians would have you believe that suddenly the English had a, they, they grew a moral conscience and they just decided that, oh no, it was, it was, it was really evil. Actually, it was more down to economics. It was no longer it was no longer like financially viable to to own slaves in the Caribbean because the price of sugar had fallen like drastically since um since when they first started harvesting oh, sugar over there. Yeah, that that was basically the main reason, and because the expansion of um of like, like the, the British East India Company yeah, yeah, into yeah. other parts meant that it was more profitable to send like a a fucking tea clipper to to India than it was to like do a round trip across yeah, um, yeah. Africa and, and 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 the Americas. Um, so 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 by like so slavery ends by eighteen thirty three. Obviously, back then we weren't really seen as people. So the the idea that we could just have been given our freedom and you know allowed to carry on our own damn lives, given that we've been dedicating it to work on these fucking plantations, was was something that was alien to some people. So what we entered was something called the apprenticeship system. The plantation owners made the argument to government that basically. To, it would be completely unfair for them to go from a situation where they've received... Because you have to remember, from the slave owner's perspective, we weren't people, we were, we were labour. We were fundamentally free labour as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're going from a situation where they've got this abundance of free labour to then happen to 
pay for it, which obviously is going to then squash their margins, etc., etc. Yeah. So if, the, if, if you know business, yeah, that makes sense. So the government agrees two things. <laughs> Without, oh, by the way, ask, there, there were no say-so from the, from the actual people that were enslaved or anything like that, you know. Um, obviously not. Naturally, it wouldn't be. <clears throat> naturally. So the government, there's two, there's two things, two like clauses in the, in the Abolition of Slavery Act, 1833. Um, the first one, and by the way, 1833 is, is important to remember because actually... It was t- that was twenty six years after the transportation of of of, peop- of African people ended because the transportation ended in eighteen oh seven, but slavery didn't actually end until eighteen thirty three, some years after, which tells you everything about you know what you need to know about in terms of the the reluctance of it to actually take place. <coughs> so eighteen thirty three, yeah, two clauses in the abolition act. The first one is that um, for the first like four years, those. Uh, people that were enslaved have to remain working on the plantations um, for free, working on oh, the estates. And okay. that was known as the apprenticeship system. Sometimes they would get paid, but it was very, very rare, and it was very, very low as well. And also they would face the same harsh treatment, so they would continue to be beaten and stuff like that as well, right? Um, so that was the first clause. The second clause was that the government was going to compensate the slave owners. The government oh, decided. Oh yeah, bro, I, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, the government decided it was going to compensate the slave owners for their loss of property to the tune of, in today's money, about seventeen billion. That pounds. is mad. Isn't that mad? So in eighteen thirty. Loss of loss of what? Property, bro. Mad thing. Yeah, yeah. Your ancestors were property, man. Too. It's crazy. Seventeen point four billion pounds in today's money was how much the government gave to slave owners. The stereotype is often that slave owners were like big. You know, angry, greedy <coughs> white men who owned like hundreds of slaves. Mm. It wasn't always that. Sometimes it was just like the one-off entrepreneur who would own like one or two slaves in the Caribbean. You know, yeah. Um, and they they all claimed compensation to the tune of seventeen billion pounds, which would be controversial in of itself, considering that that was the second highest individual piece of expenditure that the government has ever had to pay for. Um, um at least until the 2008 financial crash and obviously, you know, the, the COVID, like, crisis. Yeah, that COVID um, thing been... That COVID thing been putting a dent in their pockets. Yeah, for real. But what's even mad is that... The, so, obviously, to pay for that, the government had to take out a, a debt, a, a, a loan. And they only started... They only finished paying that loan off five years ago. Yeah, I remember you saying that as well. And I, that blew my fucking mind. So, anyone... Who it has? Who is from the British Caribbean? Anyone who's a black citizen in this country and has lived here, you know, uh, from or before twenty fifteen, you are paying indirectly for your freedom. And of course, the main—I mean, the main well, one of the main problems here is that those slaves, those people, received nothing, and they had to rebuild. Uh, well not even rebuild they had to build a life a society from the ruins of something that they didn't even have a, a, a choice to take part in you know hence the problem but yeah so what, what I was saying is <laughs> we got to that because I was saying there was a Manifestation Day protest in um, from Brixton to to London um, or normally they have it from Brixton to, 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 to London but because of what's yeah. going on they said they decided to have a lockdown do you know what sorry sorry yeah we we like to do that like sometimes you need to understand that the significance of something 
before you you explain it sometimes do you know what i'm saying because like sometimes it's, it's it's all good and said and done like you're 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 explaining what, whatever event it is but explaining the significance of it makes you actually understand how important it is mm. to mm. whatever movement sometimes you've got to take a little backtrack and just really you know yeah you have to man fully so absorb then, the yeah the thing. And, and that's how you get the perspective so right. you, you look at it a lot a lot differently right exactly right yeah. um, but yes anyways as you were saying my brother sorry so, to so, I was, so yeah no i was just i was just commenting because because it was something that you mentioned earlier just, like obviously these the, 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 these protest groups were some of them were wearing like stab proof vests and that and they frightened a lot of the of the of the British right wing media, yeah. who were you know they were a bit they were a bit scared to see the face of they described it as like black paramilitary groups on the fa- on the streets of London. Oh, blah, in, blah, in blah, the blah, in blah. at the Brixton um the Brixton protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mad. To be fair, I, I, I did see a guy wearing like a like a bulletproof vest. Still, was it a vest? Like, was mm. it a bulletproof vest? He's mm. actually wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did see a guy wearing that, and I, I mean I, I didn't think anything mad of it. I didn't think he's gonna be out here leading a charge like a a, <clears throat> a, a military offensive against the people in Brixton like I didn't think that <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean even if it was it would be good entertainment so oh my days <laughs> this guy <laughs> <laughs> this guy no, obviously no he's a joker violence, so them <laughs> unless it's justified but yeah no I think I feel like um I feel like people are obviously threatened by by, by the existence of, of black groups like that in um, in large quantities, mm. you know what I'm saying. Mm. Even even sometimes you you know sometimes you just be like you just be there like at a party or something, and it it, it might it might be you might be like a I don't know like if everyone if, if anyone's been I'm I'm from Croydon in it so you know you 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 go to a I've I've been to parties in let's say in a quote unquote nice neighborhood. Do you know what I mean? And it almost like if, if it's a bit too loud, the police gets called. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, or yeah, all of that. and um, it's it's. I mean, does, does that happen for every, for every party? I mean, like, uh, depends on who's hosting. I feel like depends. actually, it depends on who. Yeah, yeah it as you on said, depends. It depends on who turns up, doesn't it? it depends on what it looks like outside. That's yeah, perception. Do you know what I mean? So so um yeah, or if it's just like people just hanging out, hanging out somewhere, you know, um, some some someone might be like, oh, there's there's some boys hanging out there or like, I don't know. Like it's just, there's just this, um, perception of like black people in, in large groups that for some people, they might find it intimidating, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Jamaica's, 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 is, it's been going through a lot, man. It's going through a lot still. And it's mad. Like, as we are talking about like resistance as well, um, other types of resistance, you know, if it ain't gonna be carnival, what was it that you um that mentioned? I think we're on that we're on hour four two. Yeah, well we were talking before. Yeah, probably for like twenty minutes, half an hour, so um but yeah, on other types of resistance, like when you think of you know, what was that other one that, that you mentioned in that like the Cairo's? Oh yeah, man. I thought that so, that one was fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. So so back in the day, I do like this one. Is it like Touch on that one real quick. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that course. one is actually... All right, let me tell you. So like, when, when you're talking about that, I was thinking, what? So basically, uh, back in the day... Them K-Rolls that you lot love, yeah? The K-Rolls that you, people so get accused of uh, appropriating and shit, yeah? They, 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 they're an act of resistance in of themselves. So, I mean? so back in the day, on, on the plantation, 
um, both in the British, well, not even just the British Caribbean, I guess, like across across the Americas. Um, obviously, th- there's this there's this perception, um, which, which I suppose would make sense because you have to think about who writes history in it. There's this perception that a lot of um, that ju- ju- you know during slavery, black people did nothing. You know why 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 weren't they able to overcome it? When actually you know there's a long history. Of, 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 of enslaved people in across the Americas um, trying their best to, 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 to resist against slavery. One of the things that they did is they used to map out the escape routes from the plantation on their, on their hair. In, like, their, in, in their, their fucking cameras. Yeah, which do, you know, I, yeah. do you know how mad that is? It's sick, bro. It's absolutely sick. And that, that, was, that was in addition to the, um, the, 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 the chance that they would sing on plantation yeah, as well, yeah. right? So like you know like wade in the water and and, and other yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, resistance in the music as well. Yeah, because I mean? often the music served a purpose and, and and it continues to where it wasn't just you know a form of cultural expression. It was also sending a message to yeah. other people who might be able to to um to, to join the escape route and successfully um find freedom. Which, if I may, uh, Hank brings to another point in terms of like sla- you know slavery age um resistance. Um, obviously we're, we've got our Jamaican roots you sh- you'll know that one of the one of the six important people I can't remember the exact name of Jamaica is the Nanny of the Maroons oh what National Heroes National Heroes oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, Nanny of the Maroons Samuel Sharp let me get a bit closer to the mic even the just let me see if I can remember all of this yeah Nanny of the Maroons Samuel Sharp Paul Bogle hey. William Shakespeare William Shakespeare Mark, no, fuck William. Um, what the fuck, William Shakespeare. You know? <laughs> Anyways, what the fuck. Anyways, no. Samuel Sharp, Paul Bogle, Marcus Garvey, Nanny the Maroons, um, George, uh, uh no, uh, Norma Manley, and there's there's one more guy I can't remember his yeah, name. AB, and this was AB, I think. Bustamante. Bustamante Alexander Bustamante yeah I always forget him you know oh my days do you know because his, name, his name's a bit longer so I, find it, I think his name's sick it's, it is sick though it Alexander is sick Alexander Bustamante just Alexander how do you say Bustamante. it Alexander Bustamante Bustamante that's a yeah. sick thing yeah like his name's sick still are you mad Crazy. but for some reason I, I always forget like it, it doesn't it doesn't ring off my tongue as, as easy as the other one I they can't believe cousins, I said right? William William Shakespeare wow <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I, I blame I blame that 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 um painfully white curriculum that you were exposed to at school. Man said so William, Sh- bro. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know like when I when I think about it, yeah, like a lot of yeah, it was it was it was a mad shift. Like learning about like all them different national heroes from from Jamaica and their history and stuff like that, and even about the Maroons and even taking trips to the Maroons. So you learned about yeah, yeah I, 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 I learned about the Maroons. Really? I, I Wait, even, which one did you I go took to? A trip which one to Ah, uh, I don't remember, bro. I don't remember, but I, it was it was well, it was up in the hills somewhere. Do you want to explain to the listeners what they are, like what the marine towns are? Um, I feel like I might explain that on another one uh, a little bit better. Yeah, right. a little okay, better. Okay, yeah, because okay. I, I feel like right now it's it's a little bit vague in my head, but um, but the, the actual maroon towns. I, mean, I have an idea of what the maroons what yeah, the maroons yeah, are in yeah, a sense. Yeah, yeah. So the the because I was mentioning any of the maroons in it, so you could just like, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, so the the, the maroons were. Um, and, and I, I don't want to get this wrong, but from what from what I learned, they um they are a tribe that came here from Ghana initially, and 
when they were when they were here they were placed in certain areas especially like in the 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 rural like the country the country areas do you know what i'm saying and there was a lot of like um they were almost like a uh uh escapees yeah like do you know what they they i was reading upon it like they had their they had their rebellion and, and nanny was was one of one of the the generals in there as well and she helped le- le- lead some of the maroon rebellions you know the guerrilla warfare and their knowledge of like the the, the, the terrains and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and the maroons were always they were not having it like they were they would be like nah like when ha- but the thing is they were they were different from from the op- I don't know if this kind of negates it but is they it? yeah because they were kind of they had like their own faction and 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 you know what you know what actually happened actually mm. there was a there was a general there was a there was a general yeah one sec there was a general that actually came into because the Mar- the maroon rebellions were getting so so um frequent and so um uh, like the the, the general the, the english um what's it called the english uh the army yeah, yeah like they, they couldn't really handle the vice, it right? yeah they, i the can't remember i can't Clark remember his colonizer. name was i can't gen- remember it wasn't general gordon was it I don't remember his name, but he came and he had a bit more understanding of that type of warfare. So then he kind of um, helped to fight against the, the Maroons. And then some, I think sometimes the Maroons were even used, like contracted to catch slaves as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah they yeah. were actually used that's, to do that. Yeah, 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 so yeah, that I remember that, seeing that. A bit, a that's bit, a bit remember. mad. Yeah. 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 Because, do you know, the, in the more, if my memory serves me correct, in the more at Bay Rebellion, yeah. they hired um, Maroons try and capture some of the some of the um the, the rebellion leaders no. and that, that's mad because like when you think the maroons they they, they like they know the terrain yeah they know the, bro they're they're lit but that that links that i suppose that links to what we were talking about the cameras really isn't it because the maroons were often they, they were escapees from the plantation that, that yeah. managed to just like navigate through the world yeah and, themselves in there. and that would have almost like undoubtedly been through like the, the, the use of like you know the, the people's favors and whatnot to, to, to yeah like around. you said like the the music as well like wade in the water yeah man Mad. and even like you know even oh man even start touching on like music and like jamaica as well like reggae music bruv reggae music yeah listen yeah like i feel like i hear it differently now like when I'm listening to it in my twenties, I don't know. It's it's a bit weird. Like I feel like maybe it's it's where my mind's at. I don't know. Like connecting with it a little bit differently. But when I listen to now, now you're privy to how the matrix works. You're just like what, bro? Like when when I'm hearing um, when I'm listening to Bob Marley and I'm listening to Bearers Hammond and he's like Terrace Riley and and Gregory Isaac and bro, even okay, people be like, okay, those are like um. Like lovey dovey tunes, yeah, bro. Sizzler and bu- um, fucking um, Budgie Banton and Bounty Killer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like these guys, they, they're speaking for the the people who have less, and they're speaking against the machine. They're raging against the machine. Do you know what I mean? And they're, you know, I was listening to a lot of um, Bob Marley recently, and bro, like some some of these songs, it's about like enlightening the people and. You know, making them understand themselves and like, like I said, just, just ah, fuck the system, man. Do you know what I mean? Just fighting against and all the isms and schisms and Babylon and, you know what I'm saying? Banner fire from Babylon and all that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, 
For real. <laughs> I just had to take a toe for that one, man. Oh, mate. Peter like Tosh. Shout out the late great Peter Tosh. Peter Tosh. He's organizing. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know. Um, um, Ferris Hammond's Ultimate Collection album in 2003. I actually think that off. I think that was the first album I ever bought. One of the three albums that I bought in 2003. Busted. Hold tight all the Busted fans. And yeah. if you are honest enough with yourself to admit that you used to listen to those. Busted. Um, flipping 50 Cent. Get Rich or Die Trying. Came yeah. out in 2003. And then Bet Not Boris. Fuck. Ferris's. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris's collection. Yeah. And that, that album changed my not it didn't change my life, but it, it opened a, a door, it opened an avenue for me in terms of understanding like re- not racism, what the hell? Understand reggae music and enjoying yes, reggae music. Yes. One of the songs that I liked from him was Putting Up a Resistance. Mm. Um I never can understand it. The way the system runs, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. Again, as you say, like when you when you revisit those songs as an adult, it's 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 so imp- empowering. In yeah. many ways, especially if you know you're, you're really are fully getting what they're saying, you know, getting into the into the, the nitty gritty of what's being said there. It's just bro, th- there's this Bob Marley song. I don't know if you know the lyrics. Burning and looting. I don't know the lyrics. Bro, hold on one sec. I, I, like, I was listening to that even that the other day, and, and I, Wait, I saw. It's kind of like fast. It's kind of like fast beat. I don't think no, I don't think it's fast still. One sec, one sec. Listen, listen to this. This morning I woke. Oh wow! This morning I woke up in a curfew. Oh God, I was a prisoner too. Could not recognize the faces standing over me. They were all dressed in uniforms of brutality. How many rivers do we have to cross before we can talk to the boss? All that we got, it seems we have lost. We must have really paid the cost. That's why we're gonna be burning and looting tonight. Burning and looting tonight. Yes, like yes, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Burning and looting yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bro. Hey, do you know big what up mean? the legend Bob Marley. Bro, do you know what I mean? Weeping and wailing, right, bro? Like, the, in in this in this, he's talking about he's talking about what people are going through, bro. Yeah. And he's talking about like what the system is, the pain that the system's causing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's, it, there, there was even another another um, artist. Actually, before I even go on to the other artist, there was um yeah uh, this Bob Marley interview that um that I watched, and where he was just talking about just you know it's it's, it's not that that famous one where he's like oh my, my what's it called my riches is life or whatever. It was it wasn't that one, but it, it was another one. Um, I'm looking at the name right now. It's just called Bob Marley interview, but <laughs> that that does not help. But he's wearing like a like a yellow look like a football shirt with like like green green um like green stripes is it stripes i don't know like on the ends i'm not really a close is person it, i can't really McDonald's sponsor, yeah. yeah 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 that one that one and he's talking to like um another black guy i can't remember i can't remember his name i can't really interview his name one second you know what i'm not even gonna do that let me um actually find that properly interview by gil noble yeah, interview by Gil Noble. That one. Have a look at that one. But um, yeah, even even that, even on that one, he was talking about. It. But yeah, the other artist that I was going to mention, Peter Tosh as well. Um, I am that I am. 
you know what I mean? I am that I am. Even just that, like the title, I am that I am. <laughs> just understanding like I am who I am and I don't need all these other distractions or whatever it yeah. is, do you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Just talking against that again, like the, yeah. the systematic systematic pressures and that. Bro, let's not even get into Sizzler, bro. Hey, hey, even Dennis Brown. What's some song I love? Here I come. Yeah. Because I don't remember what psalm it is, but he quotes this psalm. I don't. I don't want to say the wrong one, but he says, "Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life." Yeah, that's Psalm twenty-three. Is it Psalm twenty-three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life." Mm. And then, like, it's like the rest of the song is like, uh, I see it as like, uh, um, I always see it as myself being serenaded. And like his words of wisdom, here I come. In let me get the flipping lyrics. And bro, like the way the way reggae music hits as well, the way the the, the instruments and the the bass lines and all the way and the way they sing it as well. Like you said, it's like serenation, man. Here I come with love and not hatred. That's how he starts it. Yeah, first first so line. Goodness and mercy shall follow I all the days of my life. Envy no one, no wish to be with no evil man. For there'll come the day when you'll be ripped up by the father's hand. You know what I mean? That's sick. That's, that's sick. That's gospel being sung right there. Gospel. Bro. That's 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 that poetry too. That's yeah, and, man. That's speaking. Do you, know, do you know what else I like about I, I like as well about 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 and it's it's not it's not it's not unique to reg, reggae music, but it speaks to how how sophisticated reggae musicians are. Is how they use their vocals to channel. The, the essence of their spirituality. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Bob Marley's always done that well. I think Bridget Banton does Bridget that well. Banton. Sizzler does that well. Dennis Brown does that well. Luciano does that well. Um, Flipping, what's his name? Chronics. Chronic, Chronics, Chronics does, does that, that amazingly. And I love how he's a young artist and yeah. he does that as well. Yeah. Uh, there's one, Garnet Silk always did that well. I'm not familiar with him. You are, you are, trust me. I can't remember <laughs> that, but trust me, you know his songs. You know uh, songs. I, I take your word for it. Um, but there's, yeah, there's something about how they, how they vocalise the, 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 the emotion and how it conveys and how it, and how it sounds on the track. Yeah. Just, it really, it really, it really just speaks to me. It yeah. really speaks to my spirit. And, and Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I don't know if it's because like where I'm at now, but, you know, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, and this is, it's probably why it, it hits a bit differently. I don't know a lot of the artists' names um, to a lot of uh, reggae songs because um, I, I grew up in a, in a Christian household in it. So anything that wasn't really gospel wasn't really welcomed. So yeah. even even reggae music might be talking about the positiveness. There was that whole, you know, it's, it's Rastafarianism kind of um, um, way of life. Ta- and Rastafarianism, Rastafarianism has its own taboo in Jamaica, which is kind of weird, as well. At, at, at the same time, I know something um, you wanted to touch on because because that that court case, right? The court case. Yeah, man. That that um, that's that's something. Should, should we touch on it like, properly? I I kind of I kind of want to finish. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Sorry, brother. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, brother. The, the the um, what was I saying again? Yeah. So like, I I didn't really know a lot of um their the the artist names. So, but I'd hear it, like, just driving around on the island and just hear the reggae music. So, like, when I listen to it now, it's a different connection. It almost takes me back home. Mm. Plus, I'm in a headspace where I'm listening to it differently and receiving it differently. So, yeah, it's proper powerful, man. But, yeah, like, the, um, what, what were we, we touching just there? Yeah, like, the Rastafarianism, bro. Like, have, having its, um, 
it's um taboo in Jamaica. And it's mad because like maybe a lot of people wouldn't really think like that would be a thing in 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 Jamaica. But you know it it has its it has its own thing, bro. I saw something the other day that kind of made me. I was a bit I was a bit I was a bit pissed, to be honest with you. For like just 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 a just a hot sec, I, I I almost lost myself. I was like, what what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. There, there there was a ruling by like the the high court in Jamaica that schools can ban dreadlocks what i think that's so crazy i think that's so no 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 hold on hold on people like let me say it one more time yeah there was a ruling in jamaica by the high court yeah that schools can ban dreadlocks that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense <laughs> that doesn't even make sense and, and and it was about it was um this this five-year-old this five-year-old girl and they were saying in order for her to uh, continue to go, actually, do you know what? Let me let me, let me pull it up properly. Um, let me t- wait, hold on one second, one second. There we go. It's already in my my recent searches. Oh, what is this? Why is okay? Cool. Okay, for her to continue going to the Kensington Primary School, she had to cut her dreadlocks for hygiene reasons what that's a mad thing that's a mad thing that's a mad thing bro people are going mad what in what in the name of what did i say what in the name of colonialism <laughs> what in the name of what in the name of eurocentric beauty standards what is the, going on what right the here? fuck is going crazy, on but it links to what you said though because I, I do i do think and it's something i wasn't aware of either a lot of people are not aware of how Still, Rasta culture, Rasta fire culture is a taboo in, in Jamaica. Like, I, I, you know, I, I, when I was growing up, I had certain relatives who would be like, oh, your hair looks nice, but when are you going to cut it off? When, yeah. When are you going to sort that hair off? Yeah, and, and what, and sort it out. Like, what what is it about, like, ah, uh, do you know what? Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I'm some, I'm some guy who's out here, you know, I, I smell like the earth and I don't, I don't, you know, and my hair smelling all musty, and I'll grow out my armpits, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? But like, what is it about these beauty standards, like, or just the what? What is that like? Or even, ah, oh, bro, that's that's just crazy. That's just crazy. Like, I even had this old this whole this whole thing even with me. Like, um, my girl asked me, oh, when 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 are you gonna get a fade? And do you know what? It's something so small. It might sound so small to someone here, but I'm thinking, why? Why does a fade look good to you? Yeah. And then, but a fade doesn't really look good to me. But then, why doesn't it look good to me? Because I don't really care about looking like a quote unquote brother or like a modern day brother. What? What even is that? Like, you know. Anyways, like, yeah, banning dreadlocks. What in the name? I can't believe it. I'm looking. At, I'm just looking at the the website. That, uh, you know what the, what the parents said. The mum was saying a child was refused. Well, this was the lawyer who was saying a child was was refused because of her black hair. It's so weird right now in the current climate of the world in 2020. We're having protests and black people are fed up. This is an opportunity the Jamaican government and legal system had to right these wrongs and lead the world and make a change. But they've decided to keep the same system. And you know what, bro? I think I think that, that that quote actually speaks to a lot of the issues that we face, not just in 
in the UK, but in terms of combating anti-blackness around the world. Because yeah. what we have to remind ourselves is that the, the modern world that we engage with, the, the, what can we call it, the American-Eurasian, like, monolith, the capitalist yeah. monolith that has evolved over the last, like, few hundred years, it means that at the root of it, you know, in my opinion, uh, capitalism, uh, racism, uh, uh, you know, sex, sexism, or, or or the patriarchy working hand in hand to ensure that to ensure that um, a, a very privileged group of people are able to maintain control and, and successfully thrive in our society. Yeah. But what is important for us to recognize is that even when we gain some kind of independence away from the empire, those systems are still in place in our home countries. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even 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 like looking thinking about like Alexander Bustamante and Norman Manley. I feel like we can very, very convincingly draw the fact that, you know, that the two, or, or definitely the first, prime, the, no, the first two prime ministers of, of, of Jamaica were light-skinned Jamaicans who themselves were descendants of plantation owners, yeah, because they, they were, that, that's where that's the transfer of wealth and power yeah, ended yeah. up. I feel like we can definitely make a link between that and who governs Jamaica, who has historically, you know, the ideals that are set up in yeah. terms of the beauty standards. And this court case here that's going on, like it's very, very, very linked. That's very interesting. Even, even as I'm just flicking back to the web to the website now, it's saying like the girl's father, Dale Virgo, so it wasn't me, the solicitor, explained that the court's ruling is a form of systematic racism. Yeah. It, it, like this is what it looks like on a day to day basis. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. I say this as somebody who's read it. Mad thing. And it's, you know, and it's it's mad because you will have someone who will look at it and be like, well, just cut your hair then. And it's just, that's, that's not the point. Anyone who says that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's just, well, just cut your hair. Or some people might be like, oh, it's not that deep. Like, you know, there are some, bro, I remember, you know, I, I, I probably, should I say the company? Should, should, should I say the company? Be free, bro. Yeah, man. I was, I was, I was working at, I was working at Reebok. Don't yeah. say it. Oh. Nah, fuck it, man. I was working. <laughs> I, was, I was working at. Re- it's not really what the company in it. It's just um, you know, I feel like when you're when you're hiring when you're hiring people, it's in, I mean, it's, it's probably hard to even tell, you know, certain so, so, so people can be ignorant to certain things because you know you're not really gonna have these open conversations in a flipping interview. Do you know what I mean? So I don't even know how you guard against that. But anyways, you know, I'm just telling you lot. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, fix up. So yeah, so I, I was working there and there was um man there was a manager I won't say her name, um, <laughs> and I remember when when I, when I was gonna get my dreads, like when I started when I started growing my hair and she was like why like dreads are dirty, and I remember thinking like oh that's mad yeah bro she, she, she was like why did you get dreads like your hair is clean, and I was like raw, that's a mad thing that's a bit mad still. But these are conceptions. These are conceptions. That's a bit mad, still. And you know, like at the time, like I wasn't, I wasn't as, I wasn't as confident in in my. I don't know. It's 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 even weird to say, like to even say, like I wasn't even confident in like my stance, um, as I am now. So you know, if she was saying to me now, I would most definitely check her. I most definitely be like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Like, sorry, what now? I check her, my manager. Like it, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even matter because. Yeah, bro. I I started to say to her like, "What do you mean, like dreads? Like dreads are not dirty. It depends how you wash them. Try and educate her just a little bit, 
you know what I mean? But she was still like with the same, <laughs> like, yeah, but still like that, like not trying to hear it. And you know, she, she, but the thing is she, she, she wasn't even from this country though. So it's, it's another thing. It's like, it's like that. Yeah. Like, but then that, that also speaks to how it just speaks to how it's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like she, she was Spanish. Mm. So, and they have their own colonial and, and they have their own history. history do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, well, it's, it was, it was a bit mad still. I still got my dreads. Fuck that. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, they wasn't going to stop me anyways. But I was just like, rah, that's a bit mad. And for a manager as well. But then, you know, it shows the ignorance. It shows the ignorance, in it? <laughs> you actually just, I got a flashback to one, when I used to work in um, McDonald's. Since we're just fucking out here naming names. When I used to, my first job was in McDonald's, yeah. I was normally at the back. So in, in McDonald's, the, the, the restaurant, the kitchen is divided into three parts. Chicken side where you cook chicken side where you cook your burgers and stuff like that and in the front of house like till side once i went to the till my hair was in a, in a net sadly i've gone to the till and my manager's been like why are you coming to the till with your hair looking like bob marley oh, which man. was funny at the time but now just looking back at it, it was kind of like she was she was she was also black as well but even still like looking back at it, it was kind of like all right all right, Sheila, a bit cheeky. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, a bit cheeky. Bit, bit, bit unnecessary. I'm bit cheeky, tell, mate. You know, I'm about to tell. Could have left that one tell. out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's sometimes it's it's very subtle as well. So you know, uh, I don't know, and it's 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 not hypersensitivity. It's just it's microaggression. Yeah, it's it's microaggression, it's and it's microaggression. it's something that's just it's something that's just deep rooted in it. And if if you if you're if you're not really I know, like, like, like you said, like, it, it can be, you, you probably laughed at it at the time, but then, you know, go question, like, why did you laugh at it at the time? Um, and why would you, why you wouldn't laugh at it now? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. you, you've done your own, you've done your own growth. And, you know, as, as people, as black people, as, maybe as black people, as people in general, like, we, we have our own growth to do in it. Um, and in these different communities, you know, we have, we have um, internal gr- growth to do as well. Um, cause you know, it's, it's all well and done. Someone outside your community telling you how to fix up, but you, you're, you're going to be more receptive of it from the next man. Do you know what I mean? So people within these communities that have these struggles that are going on, it's also up to them as well to, re- to reform it. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you, you're probably going to understand that person a lot more than someone else on the outside would. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. even know where that came from, but that, that, yeah, it, it just makes sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Like how you'd. I guess one way to fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, that was a bit heavy. Was it heavy? Can I say it was heavy? Oh, fuck it, man. It's out nah, there, man. fuck it, man. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not. I just had. I just had a really sick idea about what we can do. I'm gonna talk to you about it after we finish recording for this okay. podcast. Okay. Sick, sick. Yeah, as far as a bit, as a bit out for a minute. No, it's calm. It's how calm. we doing? How we doing for for time, though, bro? Uh, time we just touching up on like, uh, I mean, it says like two hours, two hours ten minutes. Um, I mean, I ain't got really, I ain't really got, really got much left here. I was gonna speak about like, spot like, other, like, genres of music as well. Do you know what I mean? If not just, if you're not a reggae fan, you know, you got Nirvana out there, Rage, yeah. against, Rage against the Machine as well. What, you, what, what? So, so like, you listen, you listen, you obviously are a, a, a musical connoisseur. Okay, yeah, you are. Um, I try, I try. So, uh, but obviously, um, what am I trying to say here? You explore music, right? 
what 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 what's your take on like what like how do you explore rock music as active resistance or like what's your knowledge on it? Um, is that a dumb question? What were you gonna say about Nirvana? Um, well, I wasn't I wasn't even gonna like dive straight into it. Um, like I was just, I was just giving uh like a list of like other other little genres, but I, I guess I'll just explain my own experience. Oh, and I say um, Gil Scott Heron as well. He's he's um he's um really really sick. I've been listening to a lot of him uh, recently. But um, with like, with like um, rock music, I think I'll speak for, I'll speak for, um, I haven't really listened to a lot of Rage Against the Machine, but I know their, their whole, from the songs that I have, I have listened to, their whole thing is about, as it, as it says in their name, Raging Against the Machine and the, the constructs that the machine might have mm. for you. Um, they're a little bit, they're a little bit more of a conscious, um, if you can say that, like a conscious rock band in it. Um, but for bands like uh, Nirvana, I get a sense of just like the freedom of self and tapping into other sides of yourself and not being scared to be yourself mm. in that sense. So even that is in a sense of of um, resistance and. Um, why I bring them up as well you know in, even in the the 70s when there was uh, the whole anti-war campaign against uh the, is it the war in vietnam right yeah yeah so you had like the hippies who obviously that the hippie era uh you know bands like even like the Jimi hendrix experience they were part of that as well they, they they'd put on concerts that was against that, that and it was a part of that movement the anti-war campaign do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and you have like a lot of bands around these time that was about making people just feel free and enlightening them in some sort of way um, maybe not as you know in depth and conscious as like reggae you know it's like reggae is a bit more raw do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. words and, and they're a bit more to the point yeah but, do you know but, what I mean? but they're still like they're still the, the rock artists were still tapping into that still, understanding that yeah, consciousness the consciousness yeah, yeah yeah and then even like um um just to even start off rock uh, Gil Scott Heron, he's a. Uh, well, they say he's. he's they say he's like a. He's, he's a jazz artist. The reason why I say they say is because, you know, I read something else that said he doesn't. He doesn't like to put himself in a category. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of like just a vessel. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, they say he's like a jazz artist, poet, etc. Um, etc. Et and he's got this album. The hundred and oh, let me find the name. I think I think people should actually check that out. Um, I actually bought oh, I bought a book of his recently called oh, really? um, The Vulture. Yeah, and I think it's well, not I think it's about um, do you know what? Let me go read the synopsis real quick. Synopsis real quick. But yeah, just talking about like resistance and 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 um, understanding like different elements of that. I feel like he's he's pretty dope as well, especially you know a, a fellow black man. Do you know what I mean? Who's who's very conscious. Uh, let me just find that properly for y'all. All right, so it says, first published in 1970 and digging the rhymes of the street where the biggest deal of life, the, the biggest deal of life has to offer is getting high. The Vulture is a hip and fast moving thriller. It relates the strange story of the murder of a teenage boy called John Lee 
telling it in the words of four men who knew him when he was just another kid working after school, hanging out, waiting for something to happen. Um, just who killed John Lee and Wow, wait, one sec, that sounds, that, I don't think that sounds like it. One second, one second, one second. Yeah, this is better. What the hell was that? Where is it? One second, one second. Why can't I? I just saw the thing. Bless you, bro. Bless you. Oh, bro, where do I find this thing? I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find the. Oh, look, what I'm talking about. No. I actually don't. I actually don't. You definitely cut that out. That sounded buzz. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds a peak. Um, what's it called? Hay fever, man. That sounds yeah. deep. There's a little bit in there. We've got cut out, cut out man. That sounded buzz. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- I can't really find. I can't really find one that m- makes it sound juicy. But I, I knew <laughs> it's it's the first book that he did, and um, I, I find it interesting when I start learning about someone. I like. I kind of like to start from where they started from do you know what i mean so I, I was listening to his first album and i just bought his first book so yeah the first book they, they brought out was called uh the vulture and then he's got this album called small talk at the 125th and lennox that one yeah i think we, I, I, I'll, I'll play it to you after any, um, one of the songs but there's one of actually give a little quick rundown there's one of the songs called um i think it's called i think it's called brother brother man yeah, yeah it's, it's called brother and he basically talks about this whole the 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 struggle between that like the the inner black community of who's black and who's more blacker than who okay. and and like you know you say you ride for your brother and you and you ride for your blackness but would you would you help your brother when he's down do you cuss your sister when her hair don't look too nice or whatever come on brother man you're meant to uplift and educate and mm, do you know mm. what i mean and help unify not talk down to your fellow brother do you know what i mean and the whole the whole album is like different it's like three minute three minute songs a minute 46 like real like short snippets do you know what i mean and i think there's a couple of them where he actually sings but most of them is like spoken word over like um it sounds like uh like african like like bongo beats do you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like like the tom toms do you know what i mean it sounds like that I'll play a couple of songs to you after. But yeah, Gil Scott Heron is, is 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 really dope as well. Check him out. Langston Hughes, I checked him out as well. Um, 
poet from Harlem during the Harlem Renaissance then back in the back in New York. Yeah, man. Resistance is everywhere, man. It's in everything. It's in every little droplet. If you know, if you if you know where to look, do you know what I mean? Also, Zil Zil Zora Neil Hurston. Say again. Zora Neil Hurston. Zora Neil Hurston. Yeah, she wrote a book called "The Eyes Are Watching God." Just because you mentioned the the Harlem Renaissance, it reminded me of her. Oh right, wait. Actually, yeah. Send me send me that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send me that name still. Because I I want to I want to what. I got I got three books that I want to read before the year's done in it. So I got the Sapiens from you. Yeah, yeah. And I I got that one. Nah, I got I got that one upstairs as well. As she was she wasn't without controversy. She said a few things, um, that I don't fully remember. So I'm not gonna miss I'm not gonna misquote um, but she she wrote a book called The Eyes Are Watching God, which I think from what I remember the reason why her literature one of the reasons why her literature was 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 for so formidable, is because it was written in like African American vernacular. Which at oh, the time okay. yeah, yeah. was obviously an act of resistance yes. against like the status of quo of like of how of how you write and you know? how it's what's deemed as right. presentable and appropriate grammarly exactly. correct and all this exactly. shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So at the time of publishing, a lot of her books, um, including the Eyes of Watching God, like were not very well um like received mm. or, like uh, if my memory serves me correct and, and there was almost like a revival, like a resurgence in her work. Um, like in more recent times, is obviously the impact of it and the and the, the um the political nature of it became more obvious to, to previous generations. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Zora Neale Hurston. Zora Neale Hurston. Book called "The Eyes Were Watching God." Yeah, definitely, definitely a read. I'm I'm gonna grab that. Are, are you finished reading it? I as I said, like I started it, but I never actually finished. It. Oh, okay, but now it's calm. It's calm. Out. But it's worth checking out. No, it's calm. Out. I'm, I'm definitely definitely gonna grab that. I've, s- I've seen the film. There is a film um, adaptation starring Halle Berry. Um, I haven't heard really about good. that. It's really good. Where can I grab that? Um, is that is that on Netflix? Or all good streaming sites, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Where can I grab it? Where Legal or otherwise. Um, <laughs> if I was to watch, I'd probably I'd probably try to grab it on um, grab it on Prime or something. If I can, like all good citizens, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grab it with that, that free trial, that 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 I pay my taxes confidence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my good lad. But, oh, um, no, no, definitely. That's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, any other, any other, any other reads? Any other, you know, check out? Off the top of my head, uh, if we're thinking, what as like an act of resistance? Yeah, I mean, you got like you know, you got your Mallory Blackmans, your 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 um, knots and crosses. If you're looking for a more casual like understanding of like, oh yeah, knots and crosses. I need to get that. I know there's there's different um editions as well. Mm, mm, is, that, mm. is that five? At this point, yeah, 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 five yeah. Of them, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll so uh, to read that. I heard really good things about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read I read them back when I was in school. Um, it would be again, so probably something that would be worth me revisiting yeah. as an adult because yeah, I'm sure yeah. I've probably seen the deeper meaning of it. There was obviously the TV adaptation as well. Was it this year or earlier last year? I think probably earlier last year. I think I think I saw that on Netflix. I wasn't a massive fan. Actually, of it, maybe honest. I think it was this year. I think it was this year. This year. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't crazy. It was good, but for me, it didn't really match the um, 
Yeah, I, I heard the same review as well. Yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't match obviously how the, good book the book was, was before just in excellent. Yeah, yeah. The book yeah. was perfection. But but no, but but um, Malu Blackman's worth checking out if if you're into maybe understanding like how how systematic racism works or or what what um like the impact of colonialism um because obviously it's written from a hypothetical situation where yeah. instead it's obviously like the, Af- the, the black people are like the dominant race. So maybe if you want to look at like how far-reaching systematic racism is from a more casual perspective, that's worth a try. But then obviously there's, um, you know, R- Renee Edo-Lodge's um, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Really good, like, um, frames, it frames an understanding that of... Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It frames understanding of, of, of the... Of, systematic racism but puts like the black british experience at the center of it which is which is really really good um a color out here in natives sunday times bestseller i don't know why i know that off the top of my head oh yeah no th- um i saw that is that it's like a blue book yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah had that yeah. still i saw it i saw it i was thinking raw i didn't even if i saw this i, I would have been reading it while i was while i was there in manny yeah excellent yeah. excellent 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 book. yeah i didn't have a look of um a car and his stuff as well he's always he always had like very um, introspective points. So I'm saying, I want to introspective, in, in, no, insightful, mm. very insightful points in it. Um, someone that I, I think just like challenges the status quo. I like that. I like anyone that does that. And how he does it also. And how he does it's, it. It's various. I love how he puts his artistry at the start of it. You know, the exactly. the, the young Shakespeare, the yeah, thing man. that they do with the with the Shakespeare plays and that like. Um, Hip hop Shakespeare, whatever it is, that it's it's great. Yeah, it's great. Big up Bacala. We no, love, big up Bacala for real, man. Uh. He's doing it in a in a fine fashion. Um, well, yeah. What is there? Is there anything else that you want to touch on? Um, how are you feeling? Yeah, no, I feel like it's. Right, well, I just I just remember the writer to talk about just Kai, obviously Kai. Oh yeah, big up Kai. That's worth talking about. Kai, Kai Azai Jamal, someone who's obviously like um dedicated that their work to, to resisting against um against isms and schisms um so shout out shout out to them can't can't think of anything else that we can that we can uh, that we can draw upon at these fine hours of the night yeah man, times at night yeah man listen came straight from what well, came straight from manny just for fuck it hop the train let's just do this hop the train let's just do this we had we yeah. had a, we had a couple a couple moments where we thought it was going to be a setback, but you know, today felt like it was filled with a lot of solutions. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and honestly, like, yeah, episode two has been a. <laughs> it's been sad. We've had our setbacks for this one. Yeah, we had, for but, real. but bro, it's still, like, it's still. Actually, do you know what? Just to, just to tell you a lot, in it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically, like, I thought I had a splitter in it, where, you know, if you know what a splitter is, you can hear, like, um, uh, you can hear two, you can put two headphones in at the same time um, so yeah we just having to be we, we're here pulling sh- uh, charades do you know what I mean but you know it's all good any and anything just to any and anything just to just to um, get one it out, step get it at a time guys, brother you know yeah man one step at a time one step at a time you have to we have to cry before you can run cry before you can run is right. it is it on so that note with, but yeah, until until next time, it's been the the Free Bros podcast. Yep, episode Hank, two, episode two. RJ right here. All right, cool. Yep, we, we out. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Stay. What's it? Stay growing. You know what I'm saying. Be ki- Oh yeah, be kind to yourself. Remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. You sassy motherfucker. <laughs> All right, cool. Peace. <laughs>